Welcome to the Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Zoe, the resident Gen Z at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, middays with Andrea and Robert, and the drive home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Let's start with my favorite positive difference story of this week. All right, so let me tell you about Doug Chastain. He's one of our Northwest Arkansas bus drivers. Okay. okay. He's been doing this for a little while. He's driven a school bus in Arkansas for 45 years. All right, Doug. Four and a half decades. Doug the man. Right? He started back in 1978 in the Benton uh, School District. Um, he was 20 years old at the time. He was a brand new teacher, and somebody had told him, hey, you can actually make a little extra money if you want to drive a school bus. And he's like, okay, I'll give that a try. And uh, here he is, 45 years later, still driving. He's a route driver in the north part of Salem Springs at the Salem Springs School District. He uh, has a shuttle route of about 45 kindergartners in the afternoon, which how fun. Love it. And probably crazy. (laughs) Does that have to be? He said, uh, it's kind of cool now. He's literally getting some children of former students riding his bus. So he can do the like, wow, your yeah. mom was on my bus uh-huh. or, you know, your dad was one of my kiddos, which is pretty cool. Uh, his boss says he is a model employee. He arrives early. He mentors newer, younger drivers as well. Anytime we ask him to do something, his answer is can do, chief. Aww. Which is pretty awesome. He's now 67 years old, but he has no plans of quitting. He said, once it gets in your blood, he said, I feel like it's a part of me. Um, Keep doing it, which is pretty awesome. Uh, In fact, he was just announced as the Arkansas School Bus Driver of the Year. By the Arkansas Association of Google Transportation. As he should be. Right? As he should be. He says, I'm humbled and by this whole honor. It's an incredible honor. We're like, man, that's pretty awesome. Well deserved. Well, I, I think, you know, teachers, we do give credit to teachers a lot. And, and a lot of times they don't give enough credit. But whenever we think about people making a difference in the school system, it always goes to teachers. And sometimes bus drivers get overlooked. And I'm like, these guys see the kids every single day. Mm-hmm. And they have these personal relationships with these kids right. as they get on and off the bus or seeing parts of their life that not every teacher gets to see. Yeah. And so there is such a, a space there to make a big difference. And guys like Doug, he's doing it. That's yeah. that's what he's doing. I, I love it that he got that uh, award. That's amazing. It's pretty awesome. That is our positive difference. Story of the day today. That is so true. Bus drivers have a unique experience with the kids who get on and off the bus. I remember as a kid loving my bus driver and hearing other stories about great bus drivers from my siblings. It seems like such a small job, but God uses us wherever he puts us. Now, the temperatures here in Arkansas have finally dropped, things are feeling like fall, and Mark and Christy are very excited about it. It's Mark and Christy, and it's almost here. We can't wait. Like the legit fall weather. (laughs) Like real fall. And and almost here meaning tomorrow. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, we've been, like it's you know, gonna change. we are technically in the fall season, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been in the mid the to 90s. upper 80s. Yeah, yeah. We've even hit 90 over the past week, but that's about to end. Today is the last really warm, warm day because tomorrow mm-hmm. it's going to be in the 70s and we might even hit what the 60s this weekend. Yeah. Overnight lows in the 40s. I mean, yeah. 
So we're doing a little round of what you're looking forward to, fall edition. What are you most looking forward to? What's something you're really looking forward to when it comes to fall? For me, it's campfires. It's, you said s'mores too, right? Yeah. So about a month ago, I went on my own little solo retreat. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you go like, glamping? Yeah. And one of the, uh, I don't know, hospitality things that they offer these when in my my room, I, ha- I got like a glamping tent and they offer these two boxes and in each box is a s'mores kit. And I didn't use it. I was just by myself. So I thought I'm going to save these s'mores kits and I'm going to use them whenever Mac and I can do our little campfire s'mores, you know, whenever the weather gets cooler enough, which it will be this weekend. Mm -hmm. So we're probably going to use them. Hopefully I won't open them up and they'll be like really old and gross. No, I bet. I'm excited. This could be amazing. Yeah. But fall weather. I mean, come on, Chris, someone called in and they were just sharing about just the air and that's how I feel too. They can almost smell the fall weather. It's weird. Weirdly, I love long sleeve shirts. Mm -hmm. I, I can't wait for that season when it's okay to like put on the long sleeve shirt. It's, you're not gonna like roast doing that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but I just, I'm in for it. Maybe for it's because sure. your skin is so white, like so <laughs> it extra. It does actually, it does actually. <laughs> I'm in for the long pants For those that too. don't have right. tans. <laughs> yeah. No shorts, no t-shirts. I'm a happy camper. That's pretty much what I'm looking forward to. Not only are Mark and Christy excited, but they ask listeners to call in and tell them what they're looking forward to about this season. Morning. Yeah, I was just calling in. You guys were asking about things we're looking forward to in the fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My uh, one thing I'm looking forward to is, is soup weather. My mm. uh, my wife makes this uh, Irish beef stew that's just awesome. Oh, so come looking on. Looking forward now. to that. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, we love that. You know, when you call in and share that, that means you have to also share the soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right we'll be your sample testers anytime <laughs> all right yeah we'll just make like a triple batch or something so. nice hey, we're open we're yeah. open anytime no, I'm, I'm with you on that fall soups mm-hmm. i mean that's when it all comes out right it's, it's just so good yeah I, I hear you thank you so yep. much for sharing that with us yeah good morning how are you oh, we're great how are you doing awesome i love this cool morning and i just wanted to tell you my very favorite thing is the crisp air and the flannel shirts that go with them. I am with <laughs> you on the flannel shirt. Crisp air and flannel shirts. Yes, definitely a yes. fall staple signature, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I take my vacation every year from work um, during the craft shows, and it's got I've got to have the fall leaves, the color, and the cool air. Yeah. But I have a flannel shirt on, even as a jacket, at least, every day. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. I couldn't agree more. Ah, we can't wait. <laughs> well, thank you so Me much. Thank yeah. you. You bet. Have, have a, a good day, one. guys. You're awesome. Oh, you're awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. Bye. No, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Right, have a good one. I love the fall season, and I am excited for everything, the colors, the sweaters, the warm drinks and soups, but you want to know something I am not enjoying about this season? I have had an annoying, lingering cough for several days now, and I know others have too. My sympathy for you, if you are like me and get sick a lot during this season, I'm going to be enjoying lots of hot soup. But for real, something I am excited about this fall is our fall fundraiser, and it's next week. And on Monday, October 9th, we are having a special day of prayer. 
and we know so many listeners need prayer too. So I'm taking us back to Monday this week to hear Mark and Christie's prayer for those who are struggling with some heavy burdens right now. Morning. It's Mark and Christy. It's Monday. It sure is, Mark. Let's do this Let's new this week thing. Ahead. Yes. Okay. I think we're ready. I think we should start it with prayer today. <laughs> okay. That's probably actually a really good idea. You look we like you need it. some prayer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that's my normal look, actually. <laughs> it's my vibe. Uh, all right. So as we get ready to pray together this morning, I was um, earlier today, actually, um, was looking at some of the uh, prayer requests that have been shared on our website from some of our listeners. Mm. Man, some really hard, heavy stuff. There's a 36-year-old who's going through open-heart surgery, and just lots of questions around that. A 13-year-old who, in fact, this came from a parent, said, would you please pray for this 13-year-old, was uh, diagnosed with a cancer that means that They'll have chemotherapy every two weeks for nine months. And it's a very strong chemo as well. Wow. So this is going to be a rough Mm -hmm. nine months. Uh, Somebody else has been waiting for a transplant, a kidney transplant. And they finally found a matched donor. And the doctor said they've deteriorated too much. They're not going to be able to do it. It's just too risky. So just so much Mm -hmm. hard, hard, heavy stuff going on. By the way, if you want to pray for any of those and click that I prayed for you button, they're on the website. But let's let's pray together this morning. God, thanks that you are a father who sees and that you care. And for these things that just feel so big and so overwhelming, we run to you. And just remind ourselves that you're strong when we're not. And that you're capable when we can't and that you're compassionate all the time that you care so we trust you to know what's best we pray for uh, all of these things that we've just even talked about this morning and so many of them that we don't know but you know we believe you when you say that you're good and that you can work all things together for good and we ask it in jesus name amen amen Amen. And I hope you will join us on Monday to pray for this radio station, that we can continue sharing the hope and light of Jesus in our community and pray for our listeners and support one another as brothers and sisters in Christ through these valleys. If you're looking for prayer, we have a resource online called the Prayer Center on the KLRC app or at klrc.com. You can send a prayer request or pray for others in the KLRC family. And on Monday, we are all praying together. Now, here's the best from Andrea. 90.9 KLRC. So when I was a kid, I thought if I can argue for Jesus really, really well, I can win over my friends that don't like him. (laughs) And I've since learned that getting into verbal arguments with someone is not a great idea (laughs) to win them over for Jesus. In fact, you and I, we can't win anyone over for Jesus unless God is in it with us. (laughs) God has to be the first one to make a move on someone's heart before we can do anything. And I love how that's kind of talked about in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24. You should read the whole book, but right here in chapter or in verse 24, it says, the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome but kind to everyone, 
able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponent with not fancy words, but with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. There is hope for those people. We just get to treat them with love and kindness, which is such a huge relief. Whew, I don't have to be the best arguer in the world <laughs> after all. 90.9 KLRC. So my husband and I did a long drive to and from Michigan. It's about 12 hours. And we did it this past weekend to go to a wedding. But there's a point when you're driving that long where you've listened to every podcast. There is nothing more to like enjoy <laughs> that comes from your phone anymore. And so we ended up pulling out the Bible. It was interesting because my husband was like, let's listen to the book of Galatians. Just see what it says. Why not? And as we play the audio Bible... Uh, we listened to the entire book. We'd pause it and discuss. And it was just the most sweet time. We're not theologians. We're not, you know, Bible scholars or things like that. But just listening to the Bible together and pausing it and talking together. I feel like this is something like if we had kids, we could have totally done this in the car with our kids. It was the highlight of the drive home was just that. Sometimes my husband and I go on road trips and I love it. I love spending that quality one-on-one -on -one time with him and we love talking together about so many different things and I just think this is a great idea from Andrea to use that time in the car to be in God's word. Up next is Robert from Middays. So what are you going to do with all those pumpkins? My name's Robert on 90.9 KLRC, and after a while, your arm gets tired. You don't want to have to carve them all, right? Well, I was just reading a story about something else you can do decorating with those pumpkins. It's called the thankful pumpkin. And you just get your family together. You talk about things you're thankful for, grab a permanent marker, and you write on that pumpkin and fill it up with all kinds of things that you're thankful for. And it's something that you can read for at least another month or so. 90.9 KLRC. Hi, my name's Robert. I'm a dad of two teenage daughters, and for the very first time, I purchased a baby gate. <laughs> Not for them, of course, but uh, for our dogs, and I don't know. It's just like sometimes I need to have a little separation, okay? The dogs can just hang out downstairs, and uh, that's why I got it. So it was kind of weird putting this baby gate together knowing that I had never even used one of these before. It was like building a crib for the first time. I was absolutely confused. 90.9 KLRC. Hey, my name's Robert and solving conflicts. Yeah, that is something that we all can learn how to do, maybe even a little better than what we do right now. And I was reading a devotional where the author was sharing that forgiveness is always going to be the key to solving conflicts. And so he references Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, and it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Forgiveness is a funny thing. For some reason, I think to myself, oh, it's easy to forgive. It's what Jesus asks us to do. It's the Christ thing to do. I will easily forgive people. And then as if God is saying to me, oh, yeah, he makes me stumble across a person. I am still struggling to forgive. Got some hard feelings, weird jealousy, resentment, pride, a scoffing tone in my thoughts about this person. And when I realized all these things were stirring inside of me, I realized, wow, I am not really good at this, am I? Not even a bit. Now, luckily, God and I have been working on my heart, and hopefully I will become better at forgiving and letting things go. 
And sometimes we have to be silly. Here's the best from the drive home with Anson and Kara. I feel like sometimes as grown-ups, we just need a reminder not to take ourselves too seriously. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we need to laugh at ourselves once in a while. And that's why I love this story that I came across today. It's about the Scripps National Spelling Bee, which if you've ever watched it, mm -hmm. these are some very serious kids. Very smart kids, Very too. smart kids spelling words I would never attempt to spell. Oh, yeah. They're very serious about what they're doing, and so that's why I absolutely love this clip. It's from 11-year-old Ken Yi. He approached the microphone, very concentrated. Mm -hmm. They gave him his word, and immediately he burst out laughing. <laughs> and I will... Play this clip so you can oh, hear okay. exactly why. Sar doodle dum. Sar doodle dum. Sar doodle dum. He can't stop laughing. He's still. He's like trying real hard to come back to himself. He's like. Sar doodle dum. <laughs> he's still going. That, that sounds about right. Sar doodle dum. Sar doodle. <laughs> That is kind of a ridiculous word, it is, is it not? It is a ridiculous word, and he goes on that way for a while, but here's the best part. After laughing ridiculously, he gets it right! Oh, he nice. totally nailed it. Oh, good. So, just a reminder, <laughs> don't take yourself too Sorry, seriously. <laughs> That's right. If you're a parent, you've tackled the age-old dilemma of how to get your kids to listen to you. <laughs> And yes. follow your directions. Fair. It's not very easy to do no, sometimes. Oh, that's true. But there's some new studies that show that a simple language adjustment might help. Okay. This might not be a magic thing that like works every time, but it could be something worth trying yeah. to help your children learn how to comply with your directions. Okay. The key, experts say, is to declare not command. So I think this is easiest to explain through some examples. Yeah. For example, instead of feed the dog, you might say, the dog looks hungry. Mm. Or tell me about your test at school. Maybe just saying, I remember you had a math test today. I'd love to hear how it went. Mm. Or instead of get in the car or go to the bus stop, it's time to leave for school. Interesting. So you're yeah. kind of just declaring a fact rather than giving a command. Yeah. And experts think that the reason that this works is that it kind of gives ownership and volition back to your kids. Right. Right. Yeah. So now they're going to do the thing because they want to. Yeah. As opposed to because they're told to. Interesting. Because unlike commands like do this now or else yeah those reflexively put people on the defensive huh. whereas declarative language leaves an opening for some collaboration and cooperation yeah it doesn't mean there's never a time where you're gonna have to give your well, kids a command that's fair it's probably good to learn some <laughs> obedience as well yeah but yeah. if you're looking for a more non-confrontational way to yeah. try to get through some of those day-to-day -day interactions right could be something worth trying interesting Anson, I know that you really enjoy, like, in March when there's basketball tournaments, like, filling out brackets oh, yeah. for that event and mm -hmm. other sporty events. Well, my version of this is Fat Bear Week. It's back! It's back! I remember this! <laughs> you talked about this last year! I know, it's so exciting! This is now an annual tradition it, for you. It really is. So, the bears of Katmai National Park in Alaska, they eat as much as they possibly can all summer, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and then uh, they gather together and people vote 
on which bear is the fattest bear, <laughs> which is good for them because they got to do that so they can go hibernate. Right, right? they're trying it's, to get through the winter. Actually, right? really important. Yeah. <laughs> so every year during Fat Bear Week, uh, <laughs> you can vote for your favorite bear. Okay. Uh, now here we go. Uh, we gotta say here's what the qualifications are. First, they have to gain weight during the summer. Uh-huh. Second. They tend to select bears who have overcome obstacles or otherwise have a good story. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't, inspirational I know, stories is I part know. of this. And third, the bears have to show up to get a picture taken uh-huh. so we can see their weight gain. <laughs> bears who stay hidden cannot compete. I just wish that human contests worked like this. Like, number one, you have to gain weight during summer. <laughs> number two, overcome an obstacle. And number three, just show up to get your picture taken and see how much weight you gain. Okay. Perfect. I'm in. <laughs> This Fat Bear Week reminds me of Shark Week. There are so many weeks where we focus on one particular animal, and I love it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.